0: I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on March twentieth, two thousand nineteen. How are we doing, huh? Oh, that's good. By the way, happy birthday, Mike Francesca, You arrogant, bloviating son of a bitch. How are you, huh? Congratulations with the success of that new app, or I'm told a lot of success by the Mike's on uh, Twitter page. Which, I mean, you can get. It. Let's let's look at this here. I mean, this is what's on tap. I mean, it's it's no surprise that on Mike's birthday, we're get, we're getting all of this. Uh, I don't want to say new stuff, but just you know, things that that really get you going, some some appealing stuff. There's the five minute morning. Oh, that's fun because that won't be clips from yesterday or, or just you know, mangled clips of whatever. I mean, yeah, you know, Mike's waking up at seven thirty in the morning to give you five minutes on sports he didn't watch last night. I highly fucking doubt that. Uh, what were the other things? Uh, you know, like new content available. Oh, Ira Heepy. I mean. Listen, if you're subscribing to the Mike Francesa app, you're a huge New York sports fan, and I know what everyone wants to hear: Miami Heat beat writers. Exactly. So uh, we're glad he's there. Uh, and let's see. And then we got Brian Monzo and Tommy Lugauer talking about wrestling. Whoa! Imagine if you ever called Mike's show and wanted to talk about wrestling, he'd laugh in your face, hang up on you, talk talk to you, and talk about you as if you were still there, and then continue to rip on you more. I mean, the idea that that's that's the that's the the, the creme de la creme, the jewel there, the jewel of the Nile. Anyways, you can find the podcast on iTunes, TuneIn Radio. It's now on Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, any Podbean, any place you can find it, it's there. Uh, And follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. So, uh, yeah, I'm here in Puerto Rico. Uh, We're on on the third beer. Well, okay, here. Happy. Third beer. And... uh, one drink in me too, but why that, Why not? I'm a freeborn American. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Plus, uh, I'm on vacation, so why not? I, again, I can do what I want. The rules don't apply anymore. So that's what I'm doing. I'm enjoying myself in the western part of the island. I'm uh, looking at the beach as we speak. Beautiful pictures if you uh, subscribe to my Instagram. Which listen, there is a heavy, heavy, extreme vetting process there, so not everyone can do it. But it's the same, uh, same, same name as uh, you know, as as as, as my uh, Twitter. So. How's everybody doing though, huh? Enjoying spring break, huh? Maybe, who knows? What am I talking to fucking teenagers? Uh, you probably don't have spring break. Uh, you're not a child anymore. You're working. You're listening to this. So, but I'm Puerto Rico. Seen a family. Uh, did that. Except my stepmother-in-law watched her do an Iron Man the other day. Like Iron Man, which is half marathon, uh, fifty-six kilometers of biking. And then, like one point two miles of swimming, like that's I instantly needed a drink after hearing about about the the the, the, the details of that race that's that's not human she's she you know she, she's not like a young kid either, so to do that and finish it is incredible, so I give her all the respect in the world that's that's absolutely amazing. uh what else have we done? not really much, just you know going to dinner here, doing that whatever, but now we're in our glory here, just relaxing. Hoping no one moves in next to us because that would be cardinal sin. Uh, there's some surfer bros next to us uh, in the other building, which I, you know, I give them the stink eyes if it matters. They're not even fucking doing anything. It's just like, you're different from me. I'm gonna look at you as if you're different, which you are. Anyways, uh, how's everything going, huh? We, we got, we got, uh, I wouldn't say we got a lot to talk about. Let's see. Uh, so I'll tell you how the hell I got here. So normally I give you my, uh, Bitching and moaning about traveling. And by the way, I'm drinking a Medalla Light here, which I've mentioned several times on the podcast. But if you're a new listener, it's basically the official, unofficial beer of Puerto Rico. Comes in a gold can. It's 10 ounces. Very little alcohol. Goes down. I feel like Andre Giant with this thing in my hand. It's so small. It's not that small. My hands aren't that big. Uh, But it's... it's, You can go through it very quickly. What's this? 10 fluid ounces uh, per serving. 4.2. Whatever. It's just like a Coors Light or whatever. But it goes... So smooth. It's in the nice gold can. It makes it look regal and important, but it's, it's shit beer. It's shit beer, but I will, I will drink it. Excuse me. So, uh, yeah, w- normally I have my travel problems and whatnot. I get in the United Airlines and now you've United. If you haven't flown in a while, or you haven't flown United in a while. You have to pay for overhead. Yes. You have to pay for overhead. Uh, which is insane. This is, this is, again, the last industry that can just tell you to go screw. We have you by the short hairs and there's nothing you can do about it. Or oh, you're going to go to someone, uh, you know, a lower competitor? You want to get on a Max 8 plane and die? Okay, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. You're doing what we say in United Airlines. We fly the friendly. That's American Airlines. Shit. It's all part of the Continental the Air Alliance, right? Don't they all use it? Anyways. So I get on the plane. We're in the little the little tube there, whatever you call that, the, the gate go, going into there, and I see somebody walking up on. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, it's just like yeah, you're the, you're the, the emperor of the plane. I get it, the airport, and I hear them say into the walkie-talkie. Yeah, we don't have any, no more overhead baggage, and so start looking at that up there. And I'm just like, oh god, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm already heart starting to beat. I'm already starting to mutter to myself. People openly noticing I'm muttering to myself, and I have to say, Brian, cool the fuck out relax. Again get on the plane. I'd say most of the overheads are closed, which means if you listen to the announcements, they are full. Don't open them again. There's no reason to open them. There's not going to be a secret. You didn't find anything. Okay. There, there's no hidden thing there. You're not going to exchange anything as if you're in Indiana Jones and being in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, the sand, uh, the doubloon. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't work. that way. So I'm, I'm again, audibly talking to myself. And I, hear, if, and I hear the intercom on the plane, if there's anything we can do to help you, uh, please, please let your flight attendant know. And I'm just like, yeah, I'd like, I'd, like, uh, I'd like to be helped. You know how he could help me? Some overhead space. You know, people in their seats looking up at me. And I'm just like, <sighs> but eventually the, the, the flight attendant who I may have given an attitude to, you know what? She took care of business and I thanked her profusely. So there's nothing wrong with that. Although I did ask for a specific beer on the flight. <laughs> it wasn't there. Uh, so, but you know, the, the life goes on with that. And I did watch A uh, Star is Born with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And it was very good until the volume went out. And, I, and then I couldn't watch it. I had to decipher as if I were deaf um, watching the movie, which I quickly... Uh, I said the hell with that. It looked like it was very good. I thought Lady Gaga was very good in it, you know? I just think of, like, this freak singer. I don't know. She seemed like a pretty good actor to me. Anyways. And then on the second flight, I actually ended up seeing uh, <laughs> the second part of it. So one day I will see the middle of that movie. But... Five hours in a lounge in Washington. Now I went over you know listen, when I see free stuff like this in a lounge, I talked about this when I went to the lounge of Sacramento Kings, all this stuff's free and I feel like they're taking it away. So I had to be a pig and eat, 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 eat. There's no reason for that. That's not what civilized human beings do. Although I am lacking in that department because this is just a venue I'm not used to to getting uh, luxury things like that, which you know, United Airlines uh, lounge should not be considered luxury. Although it's one step above the peasants, you know, the people like maybe, maybe perhaps you who don't have lounge access. I mean, it's too bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's really unfortunate. But where we sit it has no TV, and there's tons of college basketball going on. So I'm like, all right. So here. We got five hours. My wife's working on all sorts of work stuff. That's what she does work. Me. You know, it's right coattails, right? Uh, so I go to the bar, and uh, I get the wine because that's complimentary. I don't want to drink Bud all day long. I'm just going to – it's not going to be pleasant on the plane. We'll put it that way. So I'm sitting there watching it, and, uh, you know, I'm, whatever. I'm half playing on my phone at the same time. And some guy comes over. He's like, can you put that on the Houston uh, – the hell is it – Memphis – you know, a game. Not even asking if I'm watching it, but that's fine. I'm just like, I don't really fucking care. And the uh, bartender's like, oh, well, he might be watching. Oh, so are you watching that? And I was like, no, no, no. He's like, oh, I just want to see the Houston game. I used to play for them. I was like, oh, really? And look at this guy. He's 50 years. 50, in his 50s. He is tall. He's very, very tall. Like, I'm talking like 6'9", 6'10". And I, I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, after Olajuwon and Drexler about a few years after them when, uh, you know, we weren't good anymore. And I was like, oh, cool. So I talked to this guy for the next five hours and we're just drinking and drinking. And he he's making this weird transition. Like he was just coming back from some missionary work in the the Swiss Alps. And I'm like, well, what kind of like mission and like the word of what? And he's just like, oh, you know, just Christ, you know, non-denominational. I mean, it's not really, you know, I'm just, it, it's, it's not even about Christ. I mean, it is about Christ, but you know, I'm just like, okay, please, please do not give me the religious speech. I do not want to hear it. But, I mean, he would make this transition back and forth from college basketball and basketball to back to Christ. I mean, it would be like, look at Zion Williams, which he kept saying, which really annoys the hell out of me. I, I, I've said this. I don't know how you can be a fan of something and watch something and continually get the people's wrong, n- names wrong. Like, you, hear, you listen to FAN, it's like, oh, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. And then they mispronounce somebody's name wrong. It's just like, Sabathia. It's like, how, how, how is that possible? Like, how small is your brain? Like, how, how can you do that? Anyways. I mean, this guy would just be like, look at, look at Zion Williams. I mean, what he does there. I mean, you've never seen an athlete do that. And then it's immediately like, and, you know, what, what Christ did for us when he died on that cross. I mean, it just speaks to so much love and, and and compassion. And I'm just like, oh, God, shut the fuck up. I do not care about this stuff. You know, I, do you have a pamphlet you want to give me? I, I don't want this. It, it was It was that ridiculous. And he's telling me, uh about the Swiss Alps and how there was a, a girl there from Algeria who was who was Muslim. And uh, you know, he was just like, and I told her, you know, I mean, you got to get away from that Muslim stuff. You know, it's just a bunch of set of rules. It's not even anything. You know, you have to embrace Christ. I'm just like, I'm sure people love being told that their religion is not the right one and trashing it. And then saying, hey, this other religion is the right one. I'm sure she, I'm sure that went over swimmingly. I'm sure it did. But he went on and on, and then we had some other lady sit next to us, and, and she was talking about her job, and she was some sort of, you know, blood money lobbyist, and she would talk, he's like, you into sports? And she's like, yeah, I I know kind of some sports. So she'd be like, yeah, so what I do is I interact with a lot of government officials. He'd be like, yeah, that's great. Look, there's Zion Williams right there on the TV. Look right there. Hey, look, out, look, look how big he is. And she would just be like, oh, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. This went on forever. Like, I, I can't capture how odd it was to just hear the Christ and... And all the things and the blood and, you know, all that. All that holy roller garbage that is... Go, go to someone's house on a Saturday morning and knock on their door and spread that garbage. I'm trying to enjoy this game. Let's talk sports here. Like, don't... You want to talk sports? Let's talk sports. I got a podcast, by the way. Uh, he said he didn't like swearing. And I think I swore several times. And I, and I did something else that I'm not really happy with. I didn't mean to do it. But, like, I farted really loud and barely, like, acknowledged... I barely. I didn't acknowledge it at all. It made it seem as if it was like a floor, like something with a chair. Like it just popped out. And uh, <laughs> listen, this is not something I do or I'm like, eh, hey, got him. It was just like, whoa. All right. So anyways, but that was really the most eventful thing. I mean, I, I sat there forever. And then I got back to the seat. When we were, I, I just had enough of it. I go, all right, buddy, I'm, I'm done. Talk to you later. Nice meeting you. You know, safe travels, all that. I get back to my wife and she's just like, you're drunk. And I'm just like, no, I'm not. And she's like, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, shit i got to pretend like I'm not drunk here. You see, I this is where you get older and you understand things. The old me would have been like, I am not drunk. That is not true. Look, look, see, see, can I do this? Can I do that? No. She said, you're drunk. And I'm just like, no, I'm not. Come on. And she's like, yeah, you are. And I'm like, shut your mouth, Brian. Be quiet. Don't say anything. Let's bring the situation, diffuse the situation, and bring it down. That's what I did. So anyways, we're 12 minutes in. You got a little bit of my vacation so far, huh? Well, let's talk some SPORTS, huh? Ah, uh, let's see. That's not my phone. That's it's her phone. What do I do with my phone? I need my phone with with the. Well, that's a problem. What the hell do I do with it? Hey, hold on here. Did I bring it out here? Where the hell is it? Okay, sorry. I should have paused the podcast there, but I didn't. So deal with it. All right. So uh, let, what do we talk about first here? We got uh, we got a lot of Yankee stuff. Um, we've got Jacoby Ellsbury he has been seen he has been seen throwing things and, and you know what I felt guilty to this a lot like we all get mad that Jacoby Ellsbury hasn't played and he's been a waste and he's you know he, he doesn't do anything for the team and yada 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 but you know what the team has been successful I know they haven't won World Series year after year like most of uh, Yankee Twitter wants and uh, or a lot of uh, you know someone gets injured I mean obviously Brian Cashman's entire resume is null and void if Aaron Hicks you know, hurts himself in spring training after he just signed a contract. I mean, that's, that's obviously the way it goes. I mean, that's seriously rational thinking. I mean, seriously. Uh, but Jacoby Ellsbury has not been a part of this team. So why do we care if he gets injured? Like, like you know what I mean? It's just like we see him and just like, oh, what's he going to do? Get injured again? It's like we should just kind of forget he's there. He's not even in playing shape. He, 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 him throwing that ball in Tampa, that looked, he looked like an archaic human being. That, that did not look right. And he says he's not right. He's rehabbing six or seven hours a day, which I find to be complete horseshit. Uh, I don't believe that for one second. But let's I'm trying, and I'm guilty of this. Again, I I am so guilty of this. Let's just start thinking about Jacoby Ellsbury in the sense of he's not here. He's not really there. I mean, again, he's there, but let's forget he exists. Let's focus on the team on the field and not Jacoby Ellsbury because he's going to hurt himself again. Let's just be thankful he hurts himself because even when he was playing, he was not helpful, he was not productive. Let's just be happy. All right? There. There we go. The other thing uh, that... Yeah, I don't have a ton to talk about. This is going to be... Sh- I don't want to say it's going to be shorter. But uh, the other thing uh, in Yankee camp... What was the other thing? So Aaron Hicks... So you have the, the walking wounded here. You have Severino, Sabathia, Dede, Ellsbury, Hicks, Batances... All on the DL to start the year. That's a lot of people. Now, we knew DL, we knew Gregorius was going to be there, we knew Jacoby, but all those other people, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's concerning. Do, do I want to give the, the World Series trophy to the Red Sox? No. I mean, I, I think it's a bit premature. I know some people live and die by that, but, you know, it's, it's, frankly, I'm a little concerned. Yeah, a little bit. But I think if they can weather the storm, then uh, someone can provide shelter to the storm, uh, then... I think, I, think, I think the Yankees will be all right. I was about to say we, but uh, I caught myself. So Mike Trout uh, signed a huge contract, which you saw so many people, and I'm one of them, <laughs> you know, say congratulations playing the rest of your life in anonymity and, uh, you know, and no one caring. You know, here's the thing. In 2019, maybe Mike Trout wants that. Maybe he likes walking around Southern California and people being like, is that my child? I don't really know. Yeah, who cares? And just keep walking. Instead of in New York and be like, hey, you, I can't believe you you, 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 you didn't come through in the seventh inning last night against whoever, you know, Matt Barnes. Like, what's wrong with you? And, you know, maybe he doesn't want that. Maybe he doesn't want to be – I think I saw the great Simon and say that. You know, maybe he doesn't want to be treated like shit in Boston or Philly or, or New York. I mean, God forbid – I mean, I know we all think, you want to win, you go to a place to win. That's all that matters. And if you don't, then you don't care. I mean, it's probably not great for baseball. You know, I, even if it is a team that sometimes competes it's on the West Coast, and that screws with things. Sorry that that's, that's the way it is. The players on the West Coast, and now I live on the West Coast, so it doesn't really apply to me, but when I lived on the East Coast, those players on the West Coast, it's like they almost like weren't even, like, they were real, but they, like, I, I'm losing the words here to try to explain, like, they're there, but they, they they don't they don't they're not like equal to the players on the East Coast. You never see them. It's just like oh, yeah, yeah. Look, he hit that one. Yeah, that was at like two in the morning. What's the difference? Maybe I'm the only one that thought like that. But Mike Trout signs the largest contract in uh, MLB history, I think sports history. Bryce Harper held that title for a whole twenty days. Congratulations, Bryce Harper. Uh, so there goes that. There goes my friend Cessa saying that uh, what that the Phillies are going to trade. Mike is losing his mind. It's it's uh, now. The product is terrible, but I will say I think he's kind of losing his mind. They should talk to a neurologist at some point. They're going to trade Bryce Harper to get Mike Trout. I, I is that really what what we're doing now? Is that why there was no trade clause? I mean, not no trade clause. Excuse me, no opt outs. Is that why? So he could just it, it's it's beyond reason. So. Mike Trout will stay there, and uh, the, we can stop talking about... I wonder if he'll play for the Yankees. I wonder if he'll play for the Phillies. He's a Jersey guy. We can go either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of you know him. None of you have any inside track to anything. Shut your mouths. Speaking of Francesa, I got into a little beef there with uh, Snacks Harrison, huh? Uh, so, you know, Snacks Harrison... The, I'll, I'll say this. Now, uh, I understand Mike 2.0 I am not a fan of, and I've been anti-Mike since uh, the 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 reboot. But... Both of them look like fools. I mean, both look like fools. You know, Snacks Harrison, I mean, what what are you doing? I mean, you're – basically, someone gave him like a little carrot and he just kept going with it and going with it. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, you want me to rip Mike? Yeah, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. I'll keep going. And for Mike to to respond, I don't know. I guess he has to respond, especially if you're a social media guy now, Mike, which he has the most uh, tame and boring – takes you've ever seen on any twitter account from a sports like from any like sports media person i mean they are so boring and vanilla hey they got to come through here you want to win games you got to come through when it matters it's like what is this like out of the vince lombardi newt rockney playbook like enough of this rah rah ra bullshit do you have any like interesting thing to say every once in a while he'll say something kind of funny or sarcastic other than that it's terrible and he still doesn't even know the website of his own app like how pathetic is this why isn't anyone in his ear being like, Mike, this is an embarrassment to, to your entire legacy? <sighs> him getting into him getting into it with Snacks Harrison, though, I, that was a pretty quick thing. But I kind of wanted to see Odell Beckham jump in because now Odell Beckham, obviously, we talked about it, is with the Browns. He's already – he can't even hold himself. He can't contain himself. He had some Instagram tweet the other day. Oh, I'm taking a break off. Don't contact me. It was like com- completely convoluted and just all over the place. Just it, it sounded like a crazy person. It sounded like a manifesto of a crazy person. And then he deletes it. It's just like – Nothing changes. Nothing changes with Odell Beckham. It, I know. You're, you're going to miss him. I know. You're going to miss him so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The team was doing so well with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And uh, on, on a personal note, I will say... On a, what was that? Jeez. On a personal note, Meredith Morakovich, You know, I, I used to be ambivalent about her. I didn't really care. You know, she she was the... Uh, she had... She gets awful things tweeted at her about her appearance, good and bad, but they're awful uh, on, on social media all the time. So she posts a still picture of her interviewing Aaron Judge as if anyone gives a shit, but that is her job. So I get it. I understand that. And then she upgro- uplo- upgrades, uploads a video of you know, the, the interview that we'll all remember for the next 10 seconds. And it's grainy, it's shitty, whatever. And I just said, oh, what was that, the 1973 version? Of course, I'm being a smartass, I'm being a nudge, I'm just, you know. What's that, the 73 camera you got there, Meredith? And what was her response? Let's let's go back to this. Because she, she ended up actually deleting my post from it and just left her, let's see. Uh, nope, that's not it. That's it, right? Yes. Uh, incredible camo quality. Is that the 1973 mode model? Oh, I'm sorry, it's dark in here. Come on, give me a break. Uh, I know, I'm in a dark room right now because it's the only place where I could actually, well, I could turn the light on. There we go, that helps. Uh, easy solution, Brian. Don't watch or listen to the audio. Clearly an upload problem, Brian. Jesus Christ. So I said, calm down, Meredith. You sound as sensitive as Jack Curry, who is one of the world's biggest losers. So I, I just thought, okay, whatever, we'll move on. She blocked me. She blocked me for that innocuous comment, that harmless comment. She blocked me. Meredith Morakovich. I thought you were like, you know, again, I see these outrageously inappropriate things that people tweeted her. Maybe she's blocking them all the time as well. But this was on Instagram. Like I said, incredible camera quality. Is that the 1973 model? I'm blocked. Well, I'm sure probably calm down, Meredith. You sound as sensitive as Jack Curry. Probably didn't help uh, because telling a woman in 2019 to to calm down is basically suicide. And comparing you to Jack Curry might be even worse. So then I went on Instagram and I just showed that she blocked me and then you know, added her and then she blocked me on Twitter too. So if you're keeping score at home, that is the Yes Network, one of the most sensitive networks you've ever seen in your life. So that is Michael K., Jack Curry, and Meredith Morakovich have blocked me on Twitter. Now granted, Meredith Morakovich Mar- blocked me on Twitter because I was basically asking for it. So I, I will give her that. She blocked me on Instagram. Just in case everyone's keeping score at home uh, in the standings, I, I will take the L on the, at the Twitter because I uh, instigated that for, for sure. Oh boy! Have you ever seen such ridiculousness in your life? My God! And I'll tell you, every single one of those things, except for the instigation on on Twitter. Michael K. I told him to not respond to all the people. You don't need to respond to every hater. Blocked. Jack Curry. Well, joking. I'm glad Jack Curry doesn't take himself too seriously. Blocked. Like, what is wrong with that network? Ugh! God. Is there anything else I have to talk about? That's about it. Oh no, no, we saved the best for last. What am I talking about? So we've we've long heard this, and I know there are some snifflers out there, the, the 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 jock sniffers, the idol worshippers of Derek Jeter. Now there is a new book coming out, uh, and that is what is it's called by Bob Clapish and someone else. But let's let's look up the name of that. Oh boy, we got a lot of mentions here. What's going on? Uh, let's see. Okay, I got to I got to pause this to actually read all these mentions here. Let's see. Okay, they weren't that interesting. But I mean, it was it's kind of it was related a little bit to what I was just going to talk about. I mean, there's someone on Twitter, The General, um you know, just uh kind of just stumping for for Jeter for no reason, n- ignoring facts in a book. Not that they're facts, allegations in a book. Uh but yeah, I mean, they're, they're based on Cashman and uh Angie and Carlos Stanton, really. It's called, this was an exclusive excerpt from the new book Inside the Empire, The True Power Behind the New York Yankees, out March 26th, by Bob Clapish and Paul Solitaroff. So, I know there's a part of the Yankee fans that, obviously, Derek Jeter is angelic. He's holy. He has an angel. He has a, a, a halo above his head. He is an angel. He's a biracial angel. We all know that. If you can't notice, he's a dick. Which, a lot of superstars, like, I hate to, like, burst people's bubble. Like, Derek Cheater's no different from a lot of guys. Now, I know we look at ourselves and we're like, you know what? If I was a superstar like that, if I interacted with fans like that all the time, you know what? I wouldn't be a dick. And you know what? A lot of those guys probably go into it like that, too. But you know what? Imagine every day, kids signing a ball. Can I get a picture with you? People stopping me on the street. Oh, can you do this? Can you do this? Oh, 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 oh so I say this about Jeter, like, he's a dick. Which, again, the world's worst kept secret. He's a dick. And in the long run, who would you probably, who would be nicer to you if you walked by them on the street? For as much as I dislike Alex Rodriguez, it would be Alex Rodriguez if you had to choose the two. Now, I'm sure there are times in people's lives where Alex, Rod- Alex Rodriguez kind of flicked people off and said, get the fuck away from me. I'm Alex Rodriguez. Watch out. I feel like this Alex Rodriguez 2.0, it's like Mike Francesa and Alex Rodriguez, the 2.0, the reboots of themselves have gone in completely different directions. A-Rod's kind of went out with a whimper. Mike's went out with a bang. Now they've come back. A-Rod is a shooting star. Mike is delving into the the bowels of uh, relevancy. So, uh, but but again, so the book itself talks all about the Giancarlo Stanton trade, how basically inept and uh, void of emotion or just not even emotion, but just void of fucking practicality from Derek Jeter. So you can read the excerpt in the New York Post if you just look up. Just look up Jeter on Twitter, you'll find it. It is very, very interesting. Just the the, the terrible decisions that Derek Jeter makes. Also, a little about the uh, negotiations, his last negotiation for a contract with the New York Yankees, and how that was kind of played out in the public by Brian Cashman, and how he does not like Mr. Jeter. But this is this is something that, I'll admit, uh, to mention him again, the great Simon and Yonkers, at Smarks, S-M-A-R-Q-S. Uh, he, he has long said Derek Jeter is a dick. And, I, and I, you know what, I kind of jumped on it, and I'm just like, all right, well, he, he might be a dick, but whatever. I, I think it's funny. Just a troll. Just to stir the pot. Get all the, the, the people who tattoo themselves in Yankee, you know, just propaganda all over their body and just eat, just still post, like, tribute videos, of Derek Jeter on Twitter. Just basically the, the nut lickers, the, the the jock sniffers, the sports dorks, the fanboys, the lovers of these athletes. They don't care about you. Again, Gleyber Torres would hit you with a car and keep driving. Seriously. That's, I don't know why I keep going back to Gleyber Torres, but... But, you know, he said that for a long time, and I, and I jumped on it. And then as time went on, I'm kind of just like, he does look like a dick. He looks like a huge dick. And, it, again, there's plenty of him out there. He's just the star that we saw. He's the, he's the guy that was the face of baseball, and we saw him every day and every night. You know, it, it, it got to me, and I said, you know what? He does look like an asshole. That's probable. That's most more likely than not. So this book, I don't know if it's all going to be about Derek Jeter. It's probably not. I mean, it says inside the Yankee, whatever. There's probably going to be a lot more outside of Derek Jeter and, and his, his his trials and tribulations with the Yankees in a sense of being the, the general manager of the Miami Marlins and the whole Giancarlo Stanton trade. But it is fascinating to just read through that. So I recommend that. Uh, do I have any other recommendations? No, still in the same book. Uh, I watched that. Yeah, that's about it. So, folks, I think that's a podcast. I know we got March Madness coming up. Uh, I really couldn't give you a real analysis. Duke's good, right? Duke's good. Who do you got in your final four? I don't know. I'd have to look at it again. I, I filled out a bunch of them just... I think I filled them out the a plane, not even a hey, CBS, CBS Sports now has an option where you don't have to fill it out anymore. You can just pick like, oh, that's what one of the experts looks like. Okay. Oh, that's random. Okay, pick that one. Or uh, pick, uh, you know, all chalk. Okay, that one. I mean, they've completely eliminated the fun out of doing it yourself. And I'll admit, I picked, I think, a random one, just whatever. I think all three of them had Duke winning. So I don't want to have to root for Duke, but that that's, looks like uh, that might be... Maybe what we're looking at. So I want the rest of you to enjoy your week. I'm probably not going to do another podcast. Um, so, again, enjoy your week. I, I love all of you. I've, I've got some more reviews on uh, iTunes that I'd like to read to everyone. Let's see here. All right. Oh, no more note. I'm, I'm tired of this conversation. It's fucking done. Jeter sucks. All right. We don't have to do this. <laughs> all right. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Let's see. I, w- I want to get the people there due. Come on. I ask for reviews. You're nice enough to do it. I'm I'm going to give you the claim that you deserve. So I think I just read one the last time, right? Yeah, that was from Mr. Jake Ellman, which you can find on Twitter at Jake Ellman. Uh, Let's see. All right. Now, best podcast in the world from VMADS. Thank you, Mr. VMADS. Uh, now, I'm not happy I have to write another review because someone in Kenya messed up, and that is the truth. And i uh, not happy. If you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back to the earlier episodes a few weeks ago. But this is the best podcast you'll ever listen to. I mean, I'm not going to get into an argument about any of this. You'll laugh, you'll hate, you'll cry, and you'll want more. I, I think that's the Red Ticket Blues experience right there. I think that's that in a nutshell. Uh, let's see. From Mr. Cor- Corey... If the... I know who this is. It's Corey. I don't know your Twitter right off the top of my head. I'll do it in a second. Better than Francesa. If you want funny stories, in the parentheses, usually good sports takes. You know what? That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Usually good sports takes. I'll take that. Enjoy dark and cynical humor in need of a positive influence to make your Twitter usage to be a level above God awful. The Red Ticket Blues is the pod for you. I forgot about that last sentence. That's good. I like that one. Uh, And then Thread. That's the name of the subject. And this is by watch my app. I am outraged that this podcast doesn't get it. I am shaking everything and thread. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love it. And the last one here. This podcast changed my life. If it were for the Red Ticket Blues podcast, I'd be lost in life. However, now I'm now found. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. So you can follow me on uh, Twitter, at BrianBuck13 and at Red Ticket Blues. And you can follow the podcast on all those places. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, yada yada yada, all that shit. And... Yeah, that's about it. And uh, you can follow Corey at Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, 5771. Thank you, sir. So that's it from Puerto Rico. I hope everyone's enjoying themselves. What are you doing for Mike Francesa's birthday, huh? <laughs> All right, people. Talk to you soon. Well, that being said, I'm